Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number six of Spirit to Spirit with Dr. Lisa Kohut, where our goal is to make the Holy Spirit the most famous person alive, and where we'll be discussing practical keys to developing a meaningful relationship with the Holy Spirit. This episode will be following up with part two. Uh, So our guest, Victoria, will be back with us, and this is part two of what it looks like for the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, to pour out His Spirit upon us, particularly in the form of dreams and visions. We'll be talking about warnings, callings, prophesying, and we'll even, towards the end, have a prayer inviting the Holy Spirit to reveal to each of us how He's calling us each of us to be the light to the world during times of darkness. So stay, come on, enjoy the ride. Stay with us till the very end. Okay, good. Um, good. And now another way that, another thing that happens to, uh, prophetically, and actually Jeannie, I know you said you had one, so we're going to get to yours too, uh, uh, a prophetic dream. So, but another thing that happens is um, he might warn mm-hmm. us of things prophetically okay and again it could be in a dream it can be and so um i'm going to share an example of of a, a situation that happened now when he warned when he gives us a warning so so because sometimes people have they see this and they think what i saw has to happen right they think that what they received that oh no this is going to happen and then they get scared and one of the things that he said he's never he never gives us something to scare us, but he does give us things to prepare us. Uh, He does give us things to, to reveal the plans of the enemy also. And so that we can pray. And this is an example of one. When I was in Haiti, a group of us were in, we're in Haiti and uh, a few years back and um, the night before we were leaving, from Haiti, we were going to the beach. So we went to the beach the last day. It was a missions trip, so we didn't go to the beach every day. Um, but but we went. We were going on the last day, the night, the the day, the last day that we were there. That night, um, somebody had a dream, and they had a dream about us. It was us from the U.S. They they saw the blue T-shirt because we wore blue T-shirts while we were there. And they saw a bad accident um, happen. Uh, and so that morning that we were going, and this was the, the drive was about, it was probably about a, what, at least an hour or so drive to the beach it was going to be. So that morning they shared that they had that dream about, the, they said the U.S. transportation or whatever, you, there was an a accident on the way to the beach. So they shared the dream. Now, um, what we did is uh, that we, we gathered together and we prayed. We, we said, we're still going to go, but we gathered together. We prayed and we prayed in the spirit. Um, We we prayed in the spirit and that, that is tongues. Don't let that scare you either. (laughs) anyone but we prayed in the spirit we we held hands and we prayed and um and then we had peace and then um we went on and we had a couple of vehicles i remember there was a tap tap which is a little uh a little 
bus-like thing that doesn't, there's no restraints on it and it's just open. And then we had a vehicle and I remember they, they came, I was actually on the tap tap first and then somebody came and said, hey, we have, we have, want to come over the car, we have room. And I go, okay, yeah, I'll come over there. So I went in the car. But anyway, they, so we're going and we're, us in the car, there's two vehicles, so us in the car, we're almost there. And we get a phone call from the other transportation. And um, they said, there's been an accident uh, with the tap tap. Uh, now, they said their, their vehicle, their vehicle, uh, the, the tire came off. So they, the car driver, the person who's driving us in the car was gonna go help them. He said, okay, I'm, we're just about here, so I'll be over there. Now, the dream was a really bad accident. The accident that actually happened, this, the, the wheel, one of the front wheels on the side flew off while the driver was driving, um, close to at least 50 miles an hour, they said. And almost, and he had to like, really like, really control the, and steer the wheel. And it, I guess it almost went over the berm. The, the miraculous thing, nobody was hurt. One of the one of the guys on the tap tap saw two angels, and then a young lady came over, and after that, and she was singing. She was Haitian, but she was she spoke American, and she was singing a song, and it, the song was "God has delivered." She didn't know what happened, but she was singing a song. God has delivered you from destruction. God has saved your life, and <laughs> it was just. There were all these things. It was just really a powerful thing. What happened though, here's what I believe and what we, we truly believed happened. We were, we were warned, we prayed and we were warned about the enemy's plan, but the prayer, the intercession rerouted and redirect that plan. It didn't happen the way, the way the enemy planned would have had, but there was still a little accident that happened, but not, nobody was hurt. Praise God. Yeah. Yes. All right, so that's a, that's an example. Um, and Jeannie, did you want to share? Did you have yeah, time? Yeah, if not, God. if you have time. Yeah, you have a prophetic a prophetic dream. Yeah, or a prophetic um, prophecy. It doesn't have to be a dream, but any prophetic it, it was, words that you got. Yeah, it did come in a dream. I mean, um, this was back in the '80s. I worked at the airport at O'Hare. Um, offsite. Uh -huh. And so we could see planes coming in. We were very close. We were in a rental car offsite. So I had a dream one night and it was very disturbing. And when I came to work the next day, my friend was like, you seem a little off today. And I said, I had this really disturbing dream. And um, I said, I dreamt that there was an Air France plane that crashed. And it was like a horrible like I kept trying to warn people not to get on the plane. And, um, and it's like I was a spectator as they, you know, they didn't listen. And then I watched the plane crash. And I said, it just was so real and so vivid. It just bugged me, you know. And um, it was a week later, you know, because being at the airport, you know, we heard about any issues. And it was in 88, I think. Um, and there was an Air France plane that did go down. Um, it was like in the summertime. Some, and I just remember, you know, 
as I heard it, because they would announce it in our building if there was anything. It didn't happen near us. But I remember just like all the blood went out of my, you know, that feeling, because mm -hmm. I remember specifically it was Air France and I felt really sad. But what it, what it taught me was to take note of our dreams. Um, some may not make sense, but just the fact, and, I, and as soon as we heard it, my girlfriend from the other side came running down and she looked at me and she was like, oh my goodness, because we had talked about it at lunch and this just kind of dismissed it just because we're around airplanes so much, but that wasn't such a great ending, but it, it woke me up to the importance of mm -hmm. understanding the importance of how God, God does communicate with us. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, was that the Lockerbie Scotland um, disaster? I believe so. It was like in June of 88, I remember, because I was pretty young at the time. And you know how I just kind of dismissed things, you know, just kind of like, oh, it was weird. It bugged me. It bothered me. Like I walked around all day just feeling like a heaviness. And yeah. then you just kind of move along. And it was probably a week later, I would say. So it was just weird, and I, I've always remembered that it, it woke me up to paying attention. Hmm. Thank you. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah, that'll wake you up. Yeah. Thank I you. I remember that a lot of people were dreaming. I don't think they can hear you. Can you guys hear Victoria? I remember right before 9-11, a lot of people were dreaming, and I did have a dream at that time that I just remembered a warning dream. Okay. And it was... Um, I was woken up by just an immensely evil presence. I could, it, there, I just, I saw one person's face and um, I literally woke up screaming. And um, I just remember this face. And I knew that this person was not after me or my family, but it was just, I could, I had never felt anything like this before. And just within a few days, 9-11 um, happened. And um, the Chicago Tribune put on um, the front page pictures of five men who um, were possibly involved in all of this happening. And I picked out the person. It was Mohammed Atta. I said, that was the man in my dream. Oh, my. And um, he ended up being the ringleader as well, oh. you know, from all of this. So, um, yeah, that, that was a dream that... I don't remember how I prayed about it, or I don't remember. But though, if if I would if I would ever get a dream like that again, that would be something that I would definitely start praying about right away. You know, when you get something that is that intense, um, it's really good to pray about it. Yes, yes, and even and even invite others to pray with you. You know, like especially if you know again, it's just evil presence. We need to foil any plans of, of evil or darkness and uh, gather some saints to pray. Yeah. So awesome. Um, yeah. Um, Gina, go ahead. After that incident, um, you know, in Maryland, while I was out there, I was attending a, a very strong <clears throat> church and they um, uh, introduced me to um, a ministry out in Virginia that I was just really excited about. I never went to it, but I met a lot of people that had gone there. One girl prophesied over me at the church and said, oh, you're a Deborah. And I get what that means now. But um, when I came back to Illinois, I was 
empty and hurting in a lot of ways. I was driving in my car and I heard an advertisement for um, a church in Prospect Heights was holding that, that particular ministry was holding a free um, two day seminar on prophecy, teaching that all people can prophesy. All people have the, so I'm like, well, I'm going to go. I went by myself. That's not like me, but I went and um, they, I won't get into the whole thing. It was a phenomenal. If anyone wants to hear more of it, get me on the side later, but everybody was basically prophesying for their first time. They put us on the spot and they had us prophesy. And this woman prophesied um, um, to me that sat next to me. She said, I had a vision and there was a flag just flapping really hard in the wind. And when then the wind just stopped and the flag just went dead. She said, so she asked the Lord, what, what's, what am I supposed to tell her? What is this? And then the wind just started going crazy, crazy on the, on the flag again. And she said, the Lord told me to tell you that there'll be times when you think the spirit has left you, but it's going to come back with more, more power and more force. And that scripture has gotten me through so many times. That was way back in early two thousands, you know, so I'm, I'm just, you know, we're talking almost 20 years ago and it has sustained me and it's been a recyclable prophecy that's just lifted me and come back to me. So I think we have recycled prophecies too. <laughs> yeah. Amen. That's awesome. No, and that's, and, and that's really important. Something that Gina's talking about, because um, remember the word of God, the Rhema and the Lagos, right? There's the Lagos that is, the word and the, the Bible, the written word. And then there's the rhema. That's the now word. That's the word, the relational word that he's revealing things. They are, it's, it's living and active. So it, it's spirit. We talked John 6, 6, 2, it says the word words are spirit. So we can, if we get, you know, like I, I remember um, actually um, uh, Andrea, Andrea had shared it. I know Andrea, you're on. Um, Andrea had shared on a, in the morning on a call that she was uh, drowning. She thought she was drowning, but she had, had was given a prophetic word and she knew that the words hadn't come to pass yet. So she knew, I am not dying. I will live. Yeah, right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that got me back to the shore. That was yeah. Possible. Yeah, Andrew, do you want to? I'm sure you do do a better job of of sharing that. I, I now this is important because again, prophecy can save lives as well because we get a choice as far as what we're going to believe and what we're going to hold on to, what we're going to focus. And so, if we get a word from God, we it doesn't mean automatically necessarily that that's going to happen. But if we choose to believe it, then we can partner with it and cooperate with his plan. But he tells us in Deuteronomy 30, um, 19, that we do have a choice and we could choose life, or we could choose death. So this is why this is important. It's important also when we receive these prophecies to keep them in front of us and to keep remembering them and to put them, I make vision boards out of my prophetic words and speak them. But go ahead, Andrea. Yeah, I, I was in Mexico and it was my first time snorkeling and when we were doing it we were like in a cave and it was really shallow but then we got out and went into the ocean and i was with my friend who's a really good swimmer and so i'm i still kept doing it now i don't know how to swim and so 
I eventually, I kind of, the, the bottom looked really far away and I'm like, wow, I wonder if I can stand up and touch the bottom. And I couldn't. And there's like nobody around and I could just feel myself because that fear of like, you're out here, no one's here, you're going to drown. And I had to kind of keep reminding myself of all the promises that God told me about what I was going to do, about who I am. To, and, and when I would remember it, I would kind of float back up to the top and I wouldn't, I'd be relieved. And then when I'd panic, I'd kind of sink again. And I kind of bobbed up and down until I got to the shore. But I really think if I hadn't believed that um, what God said was going to come to pass, that I would have just drowned out there. Amen. Powerful. Isn't that powerful? Um, that's the power of prophecy. Um, God's, God's voice. God's word when we choose to believe it. Um, I told you guys that Victoria had another, she had a dream last night for the church. We, we prayed, we asked, hey, if you have something for the church, give it to her, give her a dream tonight. <laughs> Guess what? She had a dream. So wait, I should probably ask you guys if you want to hear it. Um, sure, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Jeannie says, yeah, yeah, PM. Okay. So a few of you. Here's what we'll do. We'll put those of you who don't want to hear, we'll put you in another room and then we're going to share it. Okay. <laughs> 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 no. We're going to all hear this. All right. Some of us Go ahead, just muted and couldn't say it quick enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll hear it. Okay, so this was a good dream. This wasn't a warning dream. This was a really nice dream. I woke up um, and I had a picture of, I was dreaming about a box. It was a wooden box and inside were two compartments and there it was kind of lined with velvet and there were two light bulbs in there. And the shape of the light bulb was like a flame. And the words that came to uh, came into my dream were, you are the light of the world. And I woke up and I'm like, Jesus, you're the light of the world. And so um, I, I said, oh yeah, but then there's that song that talks about, you know, um, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. So I looked it up and it was Matthew 5:14. You are the light of the world. Do not put a basket over. We don't put a basket over a light, we let it shine. But it, there was also something else when I was um, praying about it this morning and um, the, the light bulb was in a box and it shouldn't have been in that box that, that light bulb needed to come out of the box and be lit up. And I believe that he's telling us that we need to get outside of our comfort zone to get outside of the box and to light up the world. Um, Jesus, Jesus performed many, many miracles and he didn't do it in the temple or in the church. He did it outside. And I think he is calling us to to light up to be the light of the world by by doing his his will and loving on people um all over not just not just in church but all over so that was my dream hey Vic, victoria um on my way home from work uh on the, the moody bible radio that's exactly what the the, the message was on that oh, really talking about really really well um pushing people to a little, you know, a little bit more going, we are the light. We need to start sharing. We need to start speaking. We need to have more trust and faith and, 
and get get out of the box. Get your get yes. Your, <laughs> yes. Yes. Amen. Cool. We also we had a uh, in the summer we we did a well actually last summer gosh summer series on a healing series and on and the the theme the Holy Spirit said was go light your world and actually Joy and her daughter Joy do you remember that um, they did like a, a a dance to go light go light your world that's that was the theme and that's been his theme for a while right on light like go. He's calling us right now to go light the world. There is, we know, I mean, many would say these are some of the darkest times, right? Um, at least in our lifetime or many lifetimes that we're living in. So there's a lot of darkness out so in the world right now. Um, and so, but he's saying there's darkness, but the darker it is, the more opportunity we have to be the light as Victoria's dream reveals, right? It's go light the world. Um, what was the verse? Did you give a verse, Victoria? Yeah, Matthew 5.14, you Matthew. are the light of the world. Matthew 5.14, yeah. yes. So somebody asked for the verse. So go light the world. So I want you to, I want you to raise your hand. Oh, go, did somebody say something? No. No? Okay, so raise your hand. I'm gonna make sure I didn't say anything in the chats. Make, raise your hand um, if you, at some point, you know, you remember that, that the Holy Spirit revealed to you from the heart of God something that he's inviting you to do, a way that, that he was inviting you to be light. Now, Light, it, it, it doesn't start, obviously, with us going out to, it starts in our own camp. Might be at home, at home for sure, at work, at the office. Then it, it then he expands it, right? He expands, he broadens, this is the prayer of Jabez, so broaden my territory, broaden, right? But, but I want you to uh, raise your hand if you already, even without asking the Holy Spirit, um, if you know, like, yes, there is something that um, he has invited me to do and that I have, or I necessarily, I haven't really stepped into that yet. Just, just, yeah, just raise your hand. If you're like, yeah, there is something. And I, there is something that he's told me. And I, I, I know that I haven't uh, stepped into that yet. Okay. Yeah. And, and don't be afraid to raise your hand because it's just, it's, yeah, there you go. All right. Let me see you. So let's see if the other, um, all right, good. So now, guess what we're gonna do? Rooms. <laughs> no, we're not gonna do rooms um, oh, tonight. No, some people never made it back. So, <laughs> <laughs> so some people got lost in, in the lost room space. In, space so. in, room. in <laughs> virtual <laughs> space, they got lost. <laughs> We will do that again, but not tonight. But um, I, Lauren, I need Lauren for that for right now. But um, what we're going to do, though, is we're going to ask the Holy Spirit. Okay. We're going to take a pause. And because he is, um, every one of you are light. 
your light, your love. Yeah, and and he is calling us to be the fullness of who we are. Okay, he's calling us to be the fullness of who we are. So <clears throat> this is so. What we're going to do is we're going to take a minute, and we're just going to ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, how are you inviting me? right now, at this time in my life, to be light. Where are you inviting me to be light? Okay, how are you inviting me to be light? Where are you inviting me to be light? Remind me of anything. If there's something that you don't remember, you, this is a time also where he will remind you it might be of a dream that he's given you. He's reminding you right now. It might be of a vision that you've had. It might be of a prophetic word that somebody gave you that you just kind of said, mm, nah, not now. I don't have time. I'm not ready. I'm not equipped. I can't do this. Whatever it is, whatever the reason is. Okay. So we're going to do first, we're going to just take a few, um, a few deep breaths, a couple deep breaths. And um, we're just clear. And then I'm just going to pray. Um, and then I'll, Victoria will also release a prayer. Um, just to inspire that. And then, um, and then we'll just be still for a minute and then go ahead. And does everybody have a, a pen or something to write with? Yes. Notebook. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> now you need a clean page, Gina. <laughs> there we go. No, yes, there you go. They're pre-written because he's doing a new thing. All right. Okay. So take a few deep breaths. Holy Spirit, thank you. We invite you, Holy Spirit, to breathe. Breathe on the mind. Breathe on the imagination. Breathe on the memories. The thoughts. Breathe on the dreams that you have either already inspired us with to be light or that you'd like to invite us into. We just bind right now any and all doubt, 
fear. We bind all hindrances, distractions. We bind unbelief. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Unbelief that would say, this is not you, that would, we bind that in Jesus' name. We just cleanse this place and this space with the blood of Jesus, with your peace, with your truth, with your light. Reveal in Jesus' name. Thank you. We're going to be quiet. We'll be quiet for a couple minutes. Receive and then write. Raise your hand if you need more time. Okay, so uh, let's see. Uh, open the curtain of night. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Um, okay, who? Raise your hand if you, um, and you could just raise it from where you are. If you receive, you feel like you receive something new. New. Yeah, new. That you, raise your hand if you just got reminded of something. If you were reminded of something. Do okay. It's Maria. What's that? What's that? Okay, yeah. Okay, good. So, um, okay, so, well, yeah, let's go ahead and um, raise your hand if you would like to share. If you'd like to share yeah. what you received. Yeah. I would like to share. Okay. Go ahead, Maria. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh-huh. We can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I believe what happened today, um, I went with my granddaughter, we went to the store and um, I was in the store. I'm always praying, you know, I'm not really interested. I I, I needed something and what I needed, I bought and left. But when I was in the store, um, it was like a vision. I heard, um, it was like I was saying, silver and gold, I have none, but what I have received, get up and walk. And then I heard the Lord say, the Lord say, it is coming. And, and there was it. It was like he was telling me that we're going to be doing those things in these last days. Mm-hmm. Okay. People, you know, they, they need the kind of prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Silver and gold I have known. But what I have received, get up and walk. And it's going to be a boldness that he's going to give us. And it was like, Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was beautiful, but I know it was the Lord that, that did that. Amen. And he's already given it to us. We have that through the gift of the right. Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit right. in us. So it's just us having the boldness to, right. to do that. Yes. And thank you for sharing that, Maria. And you mentioned a vision. Uh, Victoria is going to share about like what a vision is and how that shows up. Okay. And like what sometimes how how experiences it and then we'll have the rest of you so there there are times when god will give me a picture in my mind and it usually pertains to someone around me and i remember um and so a lot of times when i when i get this i have in the past had a tendency to say, no, I'm not going to say that to that person. I don't know what this means. It doesn't really mean anything. But I have learned that when God gives me a picture or a vision of something, and it can be 
just a simple um, porch on a house. Um, and um, one of the things that he gave me one time was I was sitting at a table of people that I had never, never met. And um, I kept seeing this porch on this house and he was nudging me to ask the man if it meant anything to him. So finally I gave in and I did ask him and and he said, yes, it does mean something that we actually have been praying about this for a long time, you know, whether we should put, we just bought a new house and we were deciding whether to put a porch on it or not. And um, so we actually prayed about it. So, and there, there have been other times when, you know, I just get a picture for somebody and you just offer, offer it to them and, and see if it means anything. And um, um, a lot of times I will just be sitting there and, and the picture just pops in my head or some, a thought that I know is not my own. And I guess sometimes the more I kind of deny it and just say, that's not, that's not me, that then I know it's God. And it's not that I'm denying him. I'm just saying, okay, I, that's not me. It, it's meant for something. And sometimes it's, it's a vivid picture of um, like the porch or someone writing a book or, and it's usually for me, it's small. I know other people have had much more elaborate visions and sometimes they can be pictures. Sometimes they can be words coming to you. Um, so these are things that um, as I've prayed about, um, to the Holy Spirit, you know, about, he has been able to um, give me more and, and I have been more trusting because it has come to fruition is, as in, yes, they mean something and these are words from God and there's confirmation with that. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Good. So those are, that's how vision happens sometimes through thinking sometimes through a picture an actual picture and sometimes uh just a not a, a real solid picture but just a, a um, thought picture um okay uh i think sally you guys had your hand up for the for what he gave you yeah yes um he's been uh telling me to go out into the political world and be a light I don't even like politics, but um, he, you know, I grew up as a small child with politics and I didn't like it then, but I had to campaign for my dad who was a politician and he is now, and my dad's name was Donald, by the way, uh, he is now having me go be an influence to politicians. And um, over the weekend, I went and did some of that. And there was uh, a lady that said to me, I want to know your last name uh, so that I can vote for you when you, um, <laughs> well, I'm not going to run but when you uh, run for an office. And the reason she said that was because I went in there to campaign for Jesus. And I went in there to say that if you want to win votes, you have to be loving and kind and do what God says to do and get God's justices. 
and not be mean and nasty to people and spread hate. So that's where it started. And, you know, and, and so I've been doing things like that, influencing people that are actually running mm. for office and, and things like that. Very, very uncomfortable going into this world for me because uh -huh. I don't, you know, I would rather just punch people sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, Sally. Campaigning for Jesus. That's yeah. awesome. And, and, and really taking the influence of Jesus into the political arena. That's, you know, um, but representing Jesus. I love that. Um, so that's awesome. So it sounds like you already... You, you responded, you said yes, and you're doing it. You're, you're yeah. going out and, uh, and yeah, gosh, in this, in this political uh, climate, that's, that can be a real, uh, it, it's, it can feel hostile. So it is, uh, it is very you're courageous. Because yeah. some of these people have a lot of uh, hate inside of them. Well, yeah, and politics, politics can definitely bring that. If you're attached to any, any side, it definitely can bring that out. But hey, what do you guys say? Sally for president? I said, I'll go she's going to occupy the mountain of government. She just doesn't know yet. She's running. She just doesn't know yet. Right. It's all right. We'll wait. we'll wait until he tells you. I agree. Um, Gina, I think you're, you're in. Uh, and, and Melody, you had something to say, too. You want Melody go? You want Melody go? No, you go ahead. Okay. Well, I'm sitting here torn between two things because um, as soon as Victoria mentioned the um, the porch, it just hit me because I've been praying whether I should share this or not. And it was from that same night where I got the flag. And I have another one for my family. And that's a little more morbid, but it's, it's, it's it filled me with hope. That was I got tonight. But, but I think the Lord's wanting to impress this um, this teaching that we got there um, that night. It was about this, they, they were trying to tell us that prophecy is real and we really need to step into it, each one of us. Have faith and confidence when God's speaking to us and listen for him because um, this story hit me really hard as well. There was a couple who lived in um, Oklahoma. I believe it was Oklahoma or Texas, let me think. I don't recall the exact Texas. They lived in Texas, and they were. He was an elder in the church. He ran the the the, the children's school, etc. But the 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 husband got a job offer in Oklahoma. He wanted to go, and he went before the board and the elder board and stuff, and said, "I have a job offering, and um, I'd like to go." And they basically cursed him and said, "You can't leave here. If you do, your covering will be gone. God's will, you know, your covering will be gone. You can't." They stuck around and they just were miserable and they said, we're going to leave. And they felt like they were going against the church. They'd been there for many years. They went, they packed up, went to Oklahoma and they went to this new church. And this little boy, 10 years old, came walking up to him and said, after church and said, um, God gave me a word for you. Would you like to hear it? And they're like, yeah. And he said, well, I just kept getting the picture of a roof of a house. And I kept saying, God, what, what's this? He said, tell them that I'm their covering. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And it's like, this boy doesn't know, but he get, you, you sometimes don't know what you're saying. And it's, you're going to think it sounds stupid, but to someone else, it's going to 
that hit those people in the heart. Like, yes, we did. We did follow God. We did the right thing. So God will affirm us through words that we are withholding from people because we're not practicing. We need to learn to practice this and and don't be afraid of saying the wrong thing. Cause if it's not, it's not right. Prakash? Amen. <laughs> yeah, we know. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's true. So awesome. that's kind of thank you. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Mel Melody. Uh, are you talking about what I had texted you or wrote in there? Um, talking about all the light, um, brought back uh, about December, the Lord woke me up in the middle of the night and told me to go to the window and open the curtain. Uh, and it was cold and I fought, fought it and said, I'm not getting out of bed, it's cold. <laughs> I wouldn't leave me alone, so I finally got out of bed and, and raised the curtain. And there was a full moon, uh, I live on the river, and there was a full moon and the light was reflecting across the river. And he said, I am the light but you are going to reflect my light. And I sat there and the Holy Spirit talked to me probably for 45 minutes and a cloud, one cloud in the sky started to cover the moon. And he said, even though when it gets dark, you are going to be the light for me. Um, so all this talking about the light brought all that back for me. And I mean, he talked to me for about 45 minutes telling me that, that he's the light that I need to, I need to shine uh, his words. Um, Amen. So it was really, it was very powerful for me. Very powerful. Amen. Amen. Uh, one of the, um, I want to share this and then um, that this goes along with the light. This is Isaiah 60 and this is just a verse that he's been, I, he's been giving me all, all this year. He says, arise Jerusalem, let your light shine for all to see. This is for the church. For the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth. But the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. All nations will come to your light. Mighty kings will come to see your radiance. And then it goes on. But, um, but that's, that's Isaiah 60. I, I read verses 1 through um, three, but this is this is where we are, right? Nation darkness is kind of covering the earth, but he's a, he's rising us up. He's saying, "Arise to shine, and let your light let let your light shine." I do want to ask also. Well, Mike, you raised your hand about getting something new. Did you want to share that? Haley, um, actually, it's okay I, if you don't. No, it's okay. I don't mind. I, I raised my hand. It was a reminder. Um, a reminder, okay. So what I what I heard was um, it was it was a reminder, and the words I heard were, "Mike, you know what? I blessed you with retirement, and um, you know I've also blessed you with some gifts. And I know and I know your current you know short term plan, you know, in the summer, which is to enjoy some of that retirement um how but you can shine your light more and so you hear this theme with me obviously for this week already you know you can shine your light more and you can help others and 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 was reminding me how i see you doing that in this right now because i know you have other aspirations of helping others 
but for right now, you can help some people with employment during this pandemic. Um, those are gifts that I provided you, and I know there's things you can do to help people. Um, and this is very recent, so this is this week. So sure enough, a couple of people have come to me for assistance, and as Joy knows this week, I've been focusing on helping some of those people too early in the process during this tough employment time to you know talk about a success story of result but you know but we're you know spending the time investing the time you know to help them and that that's what i really heard um shine your light and basically kind of a kick in the you know what you can do more <laughs> mike you know it's you can you can help others more right now and um you know again i blessed you with retirement so let's make sure you're using it the right way as well. Right. And, and you can help, help others. So that, that's what I heard uh, when you, when we had the silence and everything. Mm -hmm. And I'll just uh, mention one other thing, cause it's, it's, um, it's in the same theme, but it just happened this week too. Just very recent. Um, just simply say it happened in spirit to spirit. And we were talking about, um, and again, during this pandemic, you know, there, I, I you know, I sense people when I'm out, we're just more on edge and you know it's a tough it's a challenging time for folks so um i was at xfinity i'm not gonna go into the details of what i did or anything but i'm at xfinity and right now if anybody goes to comcast or any of these places they're packed with people right now it's just everybody's trying to get better internet anything that has to do with the pandemic you can imagine you know so their business is up because everybody's trying to Everybody's using the internet like now, Zooming and all this. So everybody's trying to upgrade and get new equipment and it's not working and all kinds of stuff's going on. And the line's out the door. So, but the, I was in line. And again, I had that voice company with the same theme of, you know, you're, you're standing in line, but you can help some folks. You know, listen. You know, listen to what's going on around you. And um, again, I won't bore everybody with the details. I'll just say, there was two instances while I stood in line there where I could just tell people needed help. And I was able to, without breaking social distancing and all that, pull them aside and just talk to them. And this was the power of words that you referred to. So it even looped back to the negative and the positive. These people were very much, as you can imagine, in the negative. And we did, you know, I can't remember the exact words, but we talked about, of, you know, you're talking about everything that's not, working or what could happen you know if you if you work, work with me a little bit on tell me what you'd like to happen and what you'd like to see you know let's turn it to the positive right and let's let's just focus on what you'd like to see happen and what would make you happy um and once he articulated that i was able to just from my own experience not that i'm an expert just i just experienced it trying to upgrade my wi-fi um, you know, give him counsel and advice and, and it worked out. And then another person I overheard, you know, my ears opened up as I was being spoken to, to listen. Uh, another person I was able to pull aside. So while I was just standing in line, I was able to help two people, you know, with something that they were getting very, very worked up about and, um, and, and help them again, not only, you know, shift to a focus on more of the positive on what what they were trying to do versus just getting angry and upset with an associate and the associates were getting upset you got everybody was upset 
You know what I mean? So just, uh, again, in that same thing of you can, you know, Mike, really listen, because there's times you're going to miss opportunities, too, if you don't listen well enough um, to, to help people, continue to help people. I've, I've blessed you with gifts. Use them. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mike, that is, oh, that's powerful. That is so beautiful on so many levels. Thank you for sharing that. Number one, I mean, so do you guys see how, how, why and how the Holy Spirit, and again, making him famous, changes? <laughs> like, look at Mike, look at what Mike did. He walked into an atmosphere that was tense, I'm sure, right? On many levels. Very, very. And instead of just going into that atmosphere and adapting to that the tension or hostility that was there, Mike was sensitive. You were sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit. You listen, and he said, and this is another really big, huge thing that the Holy Spirit invites us to do with Lord, and that is listen. Do more listening mm -hmm. than talking. That's it. Because again, even with each other, because if we don't listen to each other, we're surely not going to hear the Holy Spirit as well as we can. But so when Mike was listening, and then not only did you listen, not only did you hear, but you listened, you took action. Mm -hmm. So you went and started engaging with people and saying, hey, what is it that you want? What is, you know, that's what Jesus did. What do you want? How can I help? <laughs> Let me be a help. Don't give them and a just diffusing. I'm surprised they didn't Xfinity. Did they ask you if you want a job? <laughs> if they were smart, they'd be like, hey, sir, um, sir, are you uh you looking for a job? <laughs> You're always retired. Back. You don't have to fill out the application. We have a job for you. <laughs> Just walk through these lines. By the time they right get down. to us, they'll be happy. Yes. Yeah. Good. Thank you for sharing. So then that, but also um, helping people to get jobs. Um, and so a really, really, really um, needed thing right now. So gosh, Mike, you're a fast learner. I am really impressed. <laughs> um, you uh, you are uh, awesome. Sticking with me, Lisa. Um, yeah. <laughs> What's that? And that's because you, oh, you say Joyce. <laughs> yeah, well, Joyce is a fast learner too, so I get it. It's, it's <laughs> contagious. Yeah, man, she's on fire. So there you go, man. Now we powerhouse. <laughs> um. Uh, oh yeah, some there's somebody on the light. There's hey, there might be people. There's people on the light. Somebody else just put Sabina put in there. Hey, I need a job. Um. So job connections. Yeah. Yay. So um, Prakash, I actually, uh, welcome to, is, am I saying your name right, Prakash? Yes. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Welcome. I, I just wanted to give you, um, if, if there's anything on your heart, um, also that you might, uh, that, you might want to reveal a share. I'm just, you're just, I wanted to give you a moment to do that. Is there anything that you would like to share? Anything on your heart? Um, yeah, I was just uh, watching all you guys. And, uh, and one of the things you shared about how are you inviting me as a light? So 
Um, I went through a, a, a tragedy two years back. Um, one of the key thing just reminds me, uh, every one of you is the light. So uh, I one, say, I'm sorry. One one minute, Prakash. Let's let's mute our because um, there's some feedback coming in. So let's just mute. Go ahead, Prakash. Sorry. Yeah, one of the key thing is reminded me um, is what God is talking about me. What is the light he has for me? Uh, you know, um, the key thing is uh, every time, every season, God translate you or transit you. Uh, for example, you're you are just driving in a freeway. Suddenly, there is a detour happen in your life or a, a translation is happening in your life. God may... Uh, uh, transport you in a different way of what happened in the in the Bible. So, you know, uh, as uh, uh, you've been sharing about um, asking a question about how uh, you invite me as a light of me, where, where I am, you know, where you are. So I felt very strongly uh, God reminded me, and my call is now is Isaiah chapter 61. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good tiding to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken order, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. So uh, this is the uh, key thing uh, uh, as uh, you know, uh, you have been sharing about uh, uh, how the Holy Spirit wants me to be light in the world. And I believe the spirit of the God is upon me that I, uh, I'll be uh, a, a light uh, or wherever God wants to be uh, uh, to use me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So and uh, uh, and that's the thing. And uh, uh, I, I I was just inspired today. And uh, and also um, what is that? Uh, and about the prophetic word. Uh, uh, one of the thing I, I believe the prophetic word. Um, in the Bible, um, Anna dreamed about Jesus before coming um, coming to this earth. So she travailed as an intercessor. So most of my prophetic, uh, how I operate through prayer or uh, uh, or uh, through inter interceding. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Awesome. Um, praise God. Thank you for sharing, Prakash, and thank you for being with us. Thank you all. Um, thank you, Barry. I saw your note. Yes, thank you. Uh, you guys, uh, it's been fun. It's been awesome. Thank you for sharing. You are all light. Go and continue to be the light. Uh, this concludes day six, day six of Spirit to Spirit. And tomorrow night, day seven, uh, will be our our last night for now of Spirit to Spirit. So hope to see you all. Go and be the light. Pay attention to your dreams. Don't be afraid to prophesy. And listen. Listen to God. Listen to one another. God bless you. Love you all. Um, we're gonna actually we're gonna do a prayer before we go. We'll do a prayer. Victoria's gonna close us in prayer. Um, Holy Spirit, we just thank you so much for all that you have given us tonight, all of the words that were spoken, all the encouragement, 
um, that came from um, each person that you have given. Lord, I just, um, I release to them, um, uh, and I ask that you would release the visions and dreams and, and prophecy to each person. Lord, open up their eyes and their ears to see what you want them to see, to hear what you want them to hear. Lord, I just pray that you would just give them revelation and understanding of what you would want them to do. Um, Lord, I just, uh, I just thank you that you, um, for your gifts, I thank you um, for each assignment that has been given to each one of us. And Lord, I just ask that you would just go before us um, and make, uh, make a way, make our path straight. I know that you, you go before us, you are behind us, you are on our left and on our right, Lord. And we just thank you for your presence. And um, we will just walk with you this, this week and this month and this year. And, and we just thank you that you're with us, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 Yay. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Love you. Have a blessed night. Bye-bye. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye, Prakash. Thank you for listening to Spirit to Spirit with Dr. Lisa Kohut. We look forward to hearing you next week on Wednesday.